What's up, gamblers? You already know. It's your boys, Dennis Perez and Roel Cabral. This is Bet the Universe, where we talk sports betting. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, iTunes, Spotify, the extra platforms, the IG page to stay engaged with the show, and of course the panel pick app with Bet the Uni Row and Bet the Uni Dennis puts out free picks on there as well. Today, November 26th, Saturday morning here. Uh, Row, how you doing? Good, brother. Looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be another big weekend. Uh, obviously, we just had three games over Thanksgiving on Thursday, uh, no bye weeks this week, and you know, so 13 games to cover for Sunday. Uh, headed into week 12, uh, the picks were solid. Roski on a five and one run over the last two weeks, two and one last week. I was two and one myself. I rang it up to uh, 16 and eight for the season, and Roski, what, 14 and 10 now? Yes, sir, 14 and 10. So Roski making headway, uh, putting games, you know, over the 500 line, which is, you know, what we aim to do over here. So, you know, everything going pretty good. Everybody in the green. It's been a great season so far, and we're looking to keep it going until week 12. So we're going to start with Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This line is Baltimore favorite on the road by 3.5, and, and the total 43.5. Yeah, D, with this game, the, the first thing I'm seeing is there's definitely going to be a lot of wind, and it's going to be raining down in Jacksonville. So with Baltimore being a, a, a run team here, that's a great thing for them. I think it'll work out nicely for them. They're 4-1 on the road, D, so they got a lot of success on the road. They, they don't play down when they're there. And they also they also cause a lot of turnovers, man. They're second-ranked defense in turnovers. You still got a young quarterback here in Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, you still got a young team here in Jacksonville. I like Baltimore. I in Baltimore here. And I kind of like the under, to be honest with you, D, with the wind and the rain possibility. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm going to lean Baltimore as well, Ro. Uh, ever since Baltimore, and I know it had, they had a really shitty game offensively last week and, and against Carolina, but that addition of Roquan Smith has to change the defense. It has Patrick uh, Queen playing better as well on that mm-hmm. defense, and they've been playing pretty well. You know, I'm not too big of a Jacksonville guy. I can't really get a good read on them this season. When I think they're a good team, like in the beginning of the year, they kind of falter, and then, yeah. you know, when, when I think they're bad, they kind of hang in these games here, so... Tough to, to gauge Jacksonville, but I do like Baltimore in this spot right here, bro. Yeah, to bounce back kind of, too. You know, they did win that last week at home against uh, Carolina, but they didn't play a great game. You know, I expect them to be more ready here against Jacksonville. They're still obviously trying to win the division, and they still have a lot of, you know, playoff aspirations. Lamar's still trying to get that big contract. So, you know, everything to me here is pointing to Baltimore here. The line's short. I buy the half point, make it three. You know, and then I let the chips fall where they may. I mean, as always with Baltimore, it's it's how well they can play in the passing game, you know. Still haven't really got that right this season. They're, they're a hell of a rushing team that you would expect that with the way that team is built and Lamar Jackson. But still just only 27th in passing. But in this particular matchup right here, I think they'll be able to take advantage, especially on third downs where they're 7th in conversions, mm. and, and keep the chains moving and win this game. I agree. Any props you like here, D? I always uh, take a look at Etienne, man. This, this yeah. guy's a stud. He does his thing. You know, uh, you don't like Etienne, bro? Yeah, no, I would look at Etienne. Especially for any time touchdown, you know? Baltimore's run defense is pretty solid. You know, that's that's one thing I will say. You know, I think of it third against the run. But uh, I, I would look at Mark. You know, I'm always going to look at Mark Andrews, man. Actually, you know? and, and, uh, Andrews. and Kirk. You like Kirk? Yeah, yeah Kirk. Kirk. He's like pretty underrated, you know, and he stay, he gets yeah. as he eats. So yeah, he I, does. I would definitely go Kirk over the yard. He's the number one target receiving target over there for sure. I agree with Kirk. 
And uh, yeah, Mark Andrews, man. Mark Andrews, anytime touchdown. I'm sure you'll find some some value. It could be minus 130. You know, I still take that. Mark Andrews will score a touchdown in this game, I believe. So let's so. move on to Denver and Carolina. Man, Denver Road. Did you know? Well, let me get the lines out. Uh, Denver Road favorite, one and a half. You'd expect it to be slight with Denver and Carolina. And then under 36 and a half. All these Denver games seem to go on the road. You nailed them on your on your one of your best bets, right? I did, yeah. That, that was a good And I bet. also had the lean uh, under in that game as well. For the Gee, same reason, they don't score. Yeah, they don't score. They're one and nine on the under. Why fight it? The numbers have been there. The defense is good. The offense thinks. And I don't think this changes much this week, especially considering that it's going to be raining. It's going to be raining in a lot of sites this week. And, and, and here in particular, the wind is going to get up to 20 miles per hour, so the gust will be up there. I mean, you got Judy Hamler and Tim Patrick out with the receivers for, for Denver. You know, P.J. Walker's out. He's doubtful. You're not going to get any P.J. here. So I, I would look at Sutton props because he's the only really real target that Denver has. And, and, you know, I lean small lean to Denver. And, of course, got to look at the under here. Do You got to look at the under. Absolutely. Although, at 36 and a half, that's a scary, that'll be a scary yeah, proposition uh, to be monitoring that. <laughs> Actually, I, you know, Ro, I'm, I'm flip-flopping on this one because there's one thing about Carolina that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. J.C. Horn and Jeremy Chin in the secondary mm -hmm. for the Panthers, they've been playing really well. And if you look at Russell Wilson's stat sheet for the season, he's only really balled out against the Raiders, mm -hmm. who are pretty uh, a pretty bad team, you know? But uh, and there's there's a, a few you know the, the Broncos defense I know they're like the best defense in the NFL mm -hmm. or probably I think one and two with with Dallas right definitely now definitely the best unit in this game too no well yeah uh, there's a stat out there if Denver had only scored 18 points per game in all their games they'd be seven and three right now instead of three and seven that's how wow. well their defense has been playing so you know what kind of a coin flip game right here it could go either way I just stick with the under. Like Even at 36 and a half, I'd like it probably better in the tease piece where you can add six points maybe to that and get it at under 42. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the under, I think the under is the way to go. The rain and the wind will help too, D. You know, I think that's, that has something to do with it too here. So yeah, I agree with you. Under and small, small lean um, Denver here because Baker Mayfield, he's just been awful, bro. You know, and then Darno's the other option. And so. yeah, Baker, Baker's under the center, right, for Carolina. Yeah, so it's, exactly. it's just going to be a slop fest in yeah, this one. It's going to be bad. Some pretty nasty out there. Let's move Next game, mind. Atlanta at Washington. This one's a, a puzzling, not a puzzling line right here, but they lines makers know what they're doing, obviously, and they have it at a right spot right here at three and a half. Uh, three and a half, Washington. Forty and a half is the total here. Interested to to hear what you're gonna do with this one, Roke, being that you've been picking Washington. Yeah, I've been picking Washington, man. Lots of rain over there, D. Lots mm. of rain again, guys. Lots of rain, so keep that in mind. And I think that favors Washington here, man. I mean, Chase Young supposedly might be back for this game. Washington is six versus the run, and we know that that's what Atlanta likes to do here. As long as Washington keep, keeps the ball away from Cordero Patterson on the kickoffs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up, keep it away from him. But, D, D, Washington, this is a top six total defense in the NFL, you know? They've been that good lately. We know Heineke's under center. I got to lean Washington here. You know, Atlanta's only 1-4 on the road, so and they're 1-4 against the spread the last five games here for Atlanta. Give me Washington to buy down, buy down to minus three, and give me. Yeah, Washington. if 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 you're gonna take the line straight up at over three points, then I'd like Atlanta. But if you can get down to three and under, then you gotta go Washington here because 
Washington, they're just great at winning crazy games, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes down to, to... But Atlanta's been involved in some crazy games uh, themselves this year, especially True. that game with Carolina. You know what I'm talking about, bro, with the, with the yeah, overtime. 37-34, yeah. So, uh, but it just seems like to me that, you know, Marcus Mariota's too mistake-prone. You know, he's, he's bound to make that kind of, that, that mm-hmm. bad pick or that bad play. And, uh, you know, Heineke's got some magic going, got some juju going for Washington here. So I wouldn't really want to go against them. Uh, logic would indicate, you know, that it'd, it'd be a crazy ending in this one as well, especially True. with these two teams involved. But uh, um, give me the give me what what Rose said, and let's, let's buy some points with Washington and and, and mm. ride that train right there, especially at home. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. Any any props here, D? I mean, Falcons. Do I would look have at McLaurin. McLaurin. I like McLaurin prop here. I, I think it's pretty low, around in in the fifties. Uh, okay. He seems to be a, a good target. He likes uh, Heineke likes throwing to him. They have it at sixty four and a half, bro. So okay. I still like that to go over. Uh, I really do. Yeah, you know, I've been on that train there, so I would definitely agree. On the Falcons side, I mean, I would love to say Kyle Pitts. You know, he hasn't really been as big of a weapon. And, and you know, again, guys, it's going to be raining heavy here. It's going to be a run-heavy game. I, I probably stay away from props this game as far as, you know, because I think that um, Washington's run defense would be good. Uh, Bro, you read my mind. I was going to say I'd be weary of taking any Patterson props because mm-hmm. Washington's run defense pretty tough. Exactly. So let's, so let's go Tampa-Cleveland. Tampa, mm-hmm. minus three and a half on the road here. Coming off a of bye week. And you got the total at 42 and a half. And again here, man, the story continues, my brother. Tons of rain. There's 100% precipitation here. We're going to get rain. And we got a pretty decent defense here with Tampa to, to the point where now they're 2-8 and eight on the under this year. So, you know, they had problems early with their offense as well. So that might explain that. But 2-8 and eight on the under. One thing I'm looking at is the under to start this. Because, you know, Tampa started running the ball better last week. I think they continue that. This week is a lot of rain. You don't want to turn the ball over here. Even though Cleveland's defense is bad, 30th in the league, giving up almost 27 points a game, 24th against the run, giving up 135 yards a game. That's why I think Tampa runs the ball, and this game it slows down a bit here. I like Tampa, too. Uh, me and you on the same page again, bro. I think Tampa found something, especially with the running game, when they had that game in Germany before uh, this bye week that they mm-hmm. just had. They they really, really pounded the run. Uh, I like Chris Godwin. He's been becoming more healthy, and Brady seems to be going to him a lot more. I don't know what's up with Evans. He's had a case of, like, dropping some bad balls, like, mm. you know, in the middle of the field and all that. But I do like Godwin and his prop to go over the yards. I got to go with the Buccaneers here, bro. Because, uh, you know, Cleveland's defense has been getting pushed around, especially up front lately. Yes. So I expect Tampa to have success running the ball. And then, you know, yeah. if Tampa has success running, it's just going to open things up more for Tom. And he's exactly. going to be able to pick these guys apart. So, you know, it's kind of a must win, man, for Tampa. They got to keep winning, they keep these chain rolling. They, they built up some momentum at the very, very end of that Rams game right there when they had that final drive. And mm-hmm. it seemed to have carried over into Germany, into that game right here. A bye week is, is always going to benefit a veteran team like Tampa Bay, full of veterans. So give me Tampa here. I agree with you. I'm going to give you guys one prop here. Anytime touchdown for Julio Jones. He's a weapon down in the red zone. He had a touchdown uh, over there in Germany. You know, he's a big body down there. I think that's the best spot to use him, really. You know, there's not a big as big of a tight end on this Tampa team. You know, Cameron Bray, okay. But I like Julio. Anytime touchdown. There's value there. I'm sure you could get a plus and cash in some, you know, some money right there on Julio Jones. Godwin sitting at 61 and a half. In case you guys mm. are interested in that one, I do like Godwin. Okay. Let's move on to Cincinnati and Tennessee. Cincinnati favorite, two and a half on the road, 43 and a half in this one. 
one of the better games, dude. This is one of the top games here with two good, very good teams. I think this might be the best game here, you know, if you're looking at the full schedule. Um, yeah, man. Bengals and Tennessee. This is a tough one, man. Since he's 10-1 against the spread, D, the last 11 games against winning teams. This is a team that gets up for these games. I hear that Chase will be back for this game. So that's big because yeah, Mixon. questionable now, yeah. Yeah, Mixon is out. So Mixon is definitely out with a concussion. So this is going to be a pass-heavy game. And guess what, D? Tennessee's 30th in pass defense. I mean, you know, that's, that's a lot. You know, that's pretty bad. So that's a problem here. Despite Tennessee being 3-1 and one at home, the one problem that I see, D, is windy in this game. So that might hamper the pass offense here for Cincinnati. So it kind of makes me lean Tennessee. Mm. I'm going to go lean Tennessee as well. I think they're being disrespected in this spot. I would love to get them at plus three, maybe plus three and a half, but mm -hmm. I'll take plus three gladly. Not saying that Cincinnati is not a good team. And, and man, if they get Jamar Chase back, that's going to be quite a boost. But, mm -hmm. you know, Ryan Tannehill also coming off one of his best game of the True. season last week. He carved uh, these guys up. What do you got, like four touchdown passes yeah, last week? Over 300 yards passing. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, you know, Green Bay's got a decent defense. Also, the rookie running back, Traylon Burks, this guy's getting better as, as the oh, weeks the receiver, go on. Yeah. I mean, is, is he a receiver? Yeah, he's a receiver, Burks. Well, Burks, yeah, the receiver. And Robert Woods also, a few, yes. uh, you know, he's yes. getting farther and farther from that ACL surgery that he came back from and he seems to be getting better as the weeks Good go point. on so Tannehill you know with those two weapons right there should be able to do his thing I'm gonna take Tennessee with the plus three here bro you got a, a receiving yards prop over there perk on Burks man because I mean seven receptions 143 and a half yards on Burks pretty low bro. total right there it's kind of what Burks. made me think he was a running back when I saw the 43 and a half so low but yeah I'll take that receiving yards prop right there with Burks me too Absolutely. We'll jump on that together, my brother. So, tennis, uh, we got Houston Texans at the Miami Dolphins. This is one of the bigger lines of the week. I think the second biggest line, minus 14, 46 and a half is the total here. Yeah, the line went up. It was like 11, 11 and a half. It's been shooting up. You know, Mozart is doubtful this game. I would look for a big game here out of Wilson, uh, the Miami uh, Dolphins running back who came over from San Fran. You know, Houston's run defense really struggle, struggles, D. This is the perfect time for Miami to run the ball, you know, make sure that they protect Tua. And, of course, they'll mix in the play action, and, and, and Tua will get, will get his yards, too, with his two big weapons. Like the Dolphins here, you know, the spread is big. I don't love the Dolphins, but the Dolphins, I feel that this, this is a nice game here for them, set up for them to blow out Houston here, D. I'll side with the favorite. Yeah, uh, listen, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and, and Tua, they got this offense humming right here. So, you know, I, I got to go with roll. 14 is a lot of points to take. I think take. it's Kyle Allen, too, D, for, um, for te Texans here. For the Texans? Yeah, I think it's that they switching quarterbacks here. So, that's another factor. But when you're going against a team that's 1-8-1 and mm -hmm. and seems to be getting – I mean, they, they're probably at the point of the season where they're ready to give up, bro, you know? Exactly. And with this offense right here, the way they're able to put points on the board, uh, I'd be inclined to take the 14 and take a shot on that right there. I agree with you, bro, brother. So, yeah, Davis Mills will be benched for this game. It is Kyle Allen, so they're trying to mix things up over there in Texans. You know, this is not going to be the best spot for them. Dolphins' defense has been improving lately. Give me the Dolphins. Also, the, you know, the Dolphins lately, they've been feasting on these bad defenses that they've been playing the last few weeks here. And this is just another one of those bad defenses. Exactly. So Miami plays a bad defense. You know you're getting 30 or more points. And I can't just mm -hmm. see Houston keeping up with these guys right here. Yep. So, uh, and then, you know, a factor in that Miami's also getting that running game going ever since they made that trade. Exactly. And Houston's run defense is, like I said, is very shaky. You know, the total's 47. I lean over as well. The favorite guys is 5-0 in this series. That's the Dolphins. 
I think they go to six and zero in the last six meetings. Chicago Bears at the New York Jets. Mm. Jets favored at home by six in this one. Thirty-eight and a half is the total. Yeah, and finally the Jets did it. They they did it. They, Zach Wilson is inactive this game. They're sitting the kid. They're not only sitting him. They just totally not even dressing him. And you got Mike White starting here. Corey Davis will be back again, guys. Raining a little windy here. And then big question marks for on the Chicago side. You're talking about Fields with the torn ligaments in his shoulder. You know, they they won in five on the road, so they've struggled on the road this year. Jets are a top 10 defense here. Love the Jets here. The line shot up from three and a half all the way up to six now. You know, the the, the, the total's gone down a lot. You know, there's going to be a defensive game here, but I like the Jets to have a good game here with, with Mike White against the Bears, who have a shaky pass defense. You know, I'm going to assume that Justin Fields is not going to play in this game right here because the line was around four and a half earlier, like mm-hmm. four. And now be seeing it at six tells me that he's not going to play. Listen, I mean, I'd rather have, I, you know, me and Ro kind of discussed this before, uh, which quarterback to go with for the Jets. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you kind of talked me into the Mike White thing here. So, you know, okay. he's younger. There's there's more upside. You got to see what you have in this guy. I mean, you know, exactly. Flacco ceiling. And he's, although he's probably the better quarterback at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe by season's end, if you give Mike White some time, he could be the better guy. So And he's more mobile, too. You know, that's one thing. Flacco's a we, statue. Well, we can agree on this. Uh, either guy is definitely an upgrade over Zach Wilson. For sure. Because he's been horrible these past. I mean, they didn't really need much. Two, I think they had two yards of total offense in the second half against wow. the Patriots last week. And, not you know, no disrespect. Like, Bill Belichick runs a, a great defense over there. But, you know... You got to get something more than two yards. I mean, look at Minnesota on Thursday. Pretty, yeah. You know, put up 30-plus points on that defense. So. And the accountability, too, D. I don't know if you heard Zach Wilson after the game. He obviously didn't take responsibility for a lot of blaming your defense for some of the things here. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't think he gets a lot of respect in the locker room. And, you know, although with, with Chicago, I know they've been in some exciting games as of late, and that's mm-hmm. with, with Fields playing in the field, but that defense has been horrific since they traded Roquan Smith away. Ro. They right. give up a ton. So if there's a spot here for, you know, Mike White to come in and, and uh, have some success and build some confidence, it's against this defense right exactly. here. Exactly. So good timing here by the coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Yes, Raiders, Seahawks. Seahawks coming off a of bye week right here. They're favored at home by three and a half, and the total is 47 and a half. Four o'clock game here, D. So we start getting into these. And, and you know, again, rain, guys. It's going to be raining in Seattle. Las Vegas is one and five on the road. Seattle, Seattle's three and one at home. So we have a really good home team here against a shaky road team. You know, solid offense for Seattle, guys. They're fifth ranked in points, almost 26 points a game. You know, and the Las Vegas defense, they just don't get any turnovers, man. 32nd in the league, only six turnovers overall. Jacobs is questionable. Renfro and Waller are out. I lean Seattle here. I love Seattle here. I'm going to tell you right now, Seattle's going to be one of my picks. They're at home. Vegas has been uh, underwhelming all year. And, you know, I will like Devontae Adams' props, though, because he's been a a beast lately. Four straight 100-yard games. Yeah, I I got I love Seattle in this one role. I'm definitely gonna buy a point here and, and, mm-hmm. and get it at three or maybe under. I mean, you know that Raiders defense is so bad, bro. 20th against the run, so I, I expect Kenny Walker to do his thing in this one. But mm-hmm. really, I think Geno Smith should be able to pick this defense apart as far True. as passing, and then maybe Kenny Walker just you know punches some touchdowns into the end zone. So yep. a Kenny Walker anytime touchdown prop nice. sounds pretty good in this one as well. Nice. 
listen, I think Vegas is pretty much ready to mail it in, man. What a horrific season for these guys, you know? <sighs> Josh McDaniels, huh? And then Seattle coming off a bye week here, you know, with, with Pete Carroll. I respect him as a coach. I think he can, you know, uh, put in some surprises here mm -hmm. and, and get these guys ready, especially coming off that game in Germany where they missed some opportunity there to beat the Bucks. I think they had the Bucks in that in that one right there and, you know, fumble in the, in the red zone and mm -hmm. a bunch of other things went awry in that one. But, yeah. Uh, coming off the bye week here, I got to love Seattle here, especially get him at three or under. Yeah, a team that needs to win. I mean, with the, the, the conference looking the way it is right now, this is a this is a game right here that you got to have if you're Seattle. You're at home against an inferior team. Seattle, minus three. Let's move. <laughs> Another loss for Vegas, huh? <laughs> what a bad year for those it's bad. guys. It's been bad. And they made the playoffs last the year. The under right? on that season total for sure. Mm. You, you would be good right now, pretty comfortable. Chargers at, at Arizona here. Minus three for the Chargers on the road, and 48 and a half is the total. I think Kyler's going to be playing yes. in this one. Yes, Kyler Murray will be back here. The And Marquise Hollywood Brown, who had a really good start to the season, uh, you know, with Arizona and Kyler, is also going to be back here. So another weapon here, which is nice because you still got no Zach Ertz, but now you got Hopkins, you got Hollywood Brown. They, they got a lot of weapons. A.J. Green is still out there. They still have... Uh, uh, Robbie Anderson that they got from a trade. But the, honestly, though, this team, this Cardinals team, is not a team you could depend on. You know, the Chargers have a lot to play for. That's why 68% of the public and other money's coming in on the Chargers here. You know, I lean Chargers. I know there's no Mike Williams. I know he re-aggravated that high ankle sprain. You know, but Keenan Allen is back. You will get Everett back this week, who wasn't there last week. And, and this offense, you know, is a sixth-ranked offense here. Arizona's defense, 31st in the league, giving up 27 points deep. Give me Chargers here in a must-win spot here on the road. And, you know, in the, in the last few games that I've watched the Chargers play, especially against the 49ers and the Chiefs, Justin Herbert is looking like his old self, you know, mm -hmm. like pre-injury. So, uh, and then with his guys back, you know, I don't I don't think why, uh, uh, Williams is in this one, no. but I know uh, Keenan is. Yeah. And uh, I think that'll be enough, man, especially with Eckler. Arizona's a mess right now, guys. This Kingsbury guy, I think he's pretty much yes. on his last leg. He's done. You know, uh, it was a good experiment. They had a few good starts to some seasons there, but they couldn't really finish those <laughs> years. And then this year, the the wheels have fallen completely off the off the wagon. Yep. Um, the the game in Mexico was embarrassing. Like, I mean, I just don't trust the Arizona right now. I don't trust the head coach. Uh, questions about the quarterback and and his interest in, yes. in uh, you know his if he's a hundred percent in football, his mm -hmm. leadership questions and all that. So. Mm -hmm. I got to go with the Chargers and a team that I feel like is on, on, our, on the rise right now. We're getting healthier on offense. Uh, even Staley, I, I wasn't too big on him as a head coach, but he seems to be, you know, you know, you know, getting into his role and, and more comfortable in, in decision making and all that. So, you know, and Herbert, too, man, that's that's the main thing. You know, he seems healthy yeah. now and he's got his main weapon back. So give me the Chargers minus three. Yeah, I agree with you, D. And I like the over, guys. I think there'll be points here in Arizona, D. 48 is not a crazy total here. Arizona gives it up, and I feel like with having Kyler back, they'll be putting some points up against this Chargers. Listen, D-Hops, since he's come back yes. uh, from uh, you know suspension, he's been pretty good. Connor mm -hmm. seems to be getting his legs under, under him again. Yeah. Uh, they are explosive. They have weapons still. So, you know, yep. I just think uh, I think Chargers put up three more points, you know? Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. <laughs> that might be a pick for me, too. I'm thinking about Let's that. Let's go uh, Rams and the Chiefs. Chiefs, this is the biggest, to uh, biggest spread of the week. 15 and a half now. At home, still seems to be climbing the line, and uh, 42 and a half is the total. 
I think it's the third stringer in this one for the Rams, bro, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you were telling me that, D. And I was looking at it. I saw Wofford was, was probable with a mm. neck injury. Okay. So I was thinking it might be Wofford. Wolford here, but I think you're right, bro. I think, I think the, the bike, the backup is Bryce Perkins. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think he's from UCLA. I remember seeing him. He's a, uh, a dual threat quarterback. He runs as well. All right, so we might get him here. So let's see. That'll be interesting here because I'm trying to find that out right now. But yeah, I don't see anything on that. But yeah, KC obviously. I mean, no Tony D. Smith Schuster's probable, so that's good. You, this is a game here where you know it's just hard to pick a minus sixteen. You know what I mean? When you got two NFL teams, you know, because you still have some defensive players on the Rams. I mean, Aaron Donald's still there. Obviously, Ramsey's still there. And there is some injuries with Nicole Hart, Nicole Hardman being out and Tony being out. But, I mean, damn, KCD 0-5 and 1 against the spread the last six at home. You know, so they're shaky. They've been shaky at home. They always get these big lines, you know, despite them being 4-1 and straight up. Those big lines, you know, it's hard to cover these big lines. I, I stay away from this total. You know what I mean? I like the over. I feel like the Chiefs could get this over by themselves here with 42 being the total, you know? But besides that, I don't know. I'm kind of probably thinking about staying away from this game. The line's too big for me. Yeah, uh, you know, I do think the Chiefs cover the line. I think they win this game by about 20. Mm. But I don't know if it'll be part of my best three picks of the week, you know? I might be able to find three of that are, that are better. I, I just, the Rams, you know, I, I think they're giving up on the season row. Uh, it's getting to the point where now people are scoring on the defense. Uh, Olave, he was cooking against uh, against uh, this guy, Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like, you know, uh, the Rams are ready to mail it in. Might be a game where you see a, a rookie starting for the first time and Bryce Perkins, although that's not confirmed yet. For sure, you're not getting Stafford. He's still in concussion protocol, so yeah. he's uh, it's either Wofford or... Or Perkins here, mm-hmm. and um, you know I think Spagnolo, you know, yeah, he does have a bend don't break defense, but against a a, a rookie, if he starts or even Walford, I think they mm. pin their ears back and blitz, man, just blitz right. the shit out of these guys. So I think Kansas City gets the cover. I don't know if I'm gonna take the 15 and a half on on, on the best bets, but I do like the over as well. Yeah, Allen Robinson here to boot guys. He's questionable here. One of the only weapons on the Rams right now. So that there's gonna be tough sledding here for the Rams, you know. So yeah, let's go over. Let's see. There'll be some points and maybe some some easy points for the Rams late because the Chiefs will lay off. You know what I mean? They'll call mm-hmm. the dogs off. I do agree with you with the line being too. It's, you know, it gets scary when it's up there like that. Fifteen yeah. and a half. Easy backdoor, you know. Mm-hmm. Look at the Giants and the Dallas on, on yeah, Thursday, man. No, that's right? a, that's a backdoor. I've ever seen one. That's uh, so Saints at 49ers, eight and a half at home. 49ers favored. Forty three is the total. Yeah. What do you like here, bro? I mean, I'll tell you this, man. One thing with San Fran, when they're a big favorite, you know, I always I get scared off a little bit. As much as I, I like where they are right now, we saw what they did in that Monday night. We saw what they did against Mexico. Uh, yep. You know, they whipped that ass. I get it. But San Fran is a big favorite. I always, I'm a little wary of it, you know, just because of Shanahan, his style of coaching, you know. I'm used to it. I like them as dogs. I'm, I don't love them as favorites. You know, this is a big line. New Orleans has been turning the ball over a lot, though, you know. And the 49ers will take advantage. Obviously, the number one total defense here, the number one against the rush. And that's part of what the Saints want to do here. They want to run the ball. But there is weapons offensively for the Saints. Olave and Landry are still out there. They do have some weapons, you know. I don't know, man. I kind of lean Saints. Not a big lean. I don't feel great about it. Definitely not a pick for me. You know, I'll probably look at the total. If anything, I like the over here, you know. Because the total's kind of low, but I'm not feeling great about uh, about a side here, to be honest with you, D. 
you know, I kind of, I kind of like the 49ers here. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think you're getting a bit of a better line here. In fact, because the Saints were able to beat the Rams last week, but you know, the Rams are fools gold right now. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty banged up all, all over the place. And the Saints, they have a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. San Francisco seems to have all their key pieces firing right now. They got the the, the McCaffrey combo going mm-hmm. with, uh, Mitchell. with with Mitchell since Mitchell's come back from in, from injury. Um, Kittle was more involved on, yes. on Monday, so they're getting him into the fold here. In fact, I like his receive, uh, receptions prop. It's at four and a half. I like mm. that to go over. I think, you know. And Jimmy G was making some crazy plays on on extending plays with the legs and then throwing downfield after, like, creating some magic. So I like the way Jimmy's uh, playing right now, you know. Listen, in, in two out of the last three games, the 49ers have blown teams out. They blew out Arizona 38-10, and they blew out the Rams 31-14. Mm. Got that win against the Chargers who, who were, you know, Pretty healthy for part of that game right there. I, I got to go with San Francisco here. I think uh, they got the cover here. I hear you, brother. The over 6-0, and the last six meetings in San Francisco for these teams, too. You know, that's my favorite bet in this game is the over 43. Let's move, brother, to the Monday night or no? No, the Sunday night. Sunday night, Sunday Green night. Bay and Philadelphia. Philadelphia 6.5 at home and 46.5 is the total. Another rain and windy filled game here, guys. So keep that in mind when you're making your wagers. You know, 46 and a half. I'm looking at that as kind of a high total here considering the rain and the wind. I like a run heavy game here by the Packers. I think Philly's defense struggles against the run here. So that's the first thing that I see. Despite the over being 4 0 in the last four home games for Philly, I'm leaning under here. I'm leaning Green Bay here. Keep this close. Run the ball. Limit the possessions for Jalen Hurts. And the Packers keep it close enough to, to cover the six and a half. I'll buy up to seven and give me the under 47. Because of the weather and because of Philadelphia, you know, the run defense is the, the weakness there. Mm-hmm. So I think these guys run with Jones and, and you know, listen, Rodgers is still a good quarterback. You know, he's yes, has he made some mistakes this year? Yeah, as his offensive pieces let him down almost uh, as well. Yeah. But uh, I think Green Bay, six and a half is too much, especially with the weather, especially with their, you know, running attack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these guys, they have some fight in them. You know, Rodgers ain't going to go out laying down, so go out like a chump. So I'll take the six and a half here. Philadelphia kind of been ex- exposed these last few weeks here, man, with Washington. And then the game against the Colts, Taylor was running all over them. And, uh, you know, they, they just scored enough to beat those guys at the end there. But um, Philadelphia is, you know, they, they haven't looked as sharp as they did the, the first six seven weeks of the season true and one more thing too the you know i love trends and i love uh, all kinds of trends but green bay man they've won six of the last eight matchups with these so they obviously comfortable here Aaron Rodgers likes playing against philly you know they're also six and two against the spread the last eight meetings so green bay's been doing a good job when they see philly you know so it could be a matchup thing and i know some people are like oh but that's not even this year i still like it i like the trend i like the plus six and a half the plus seven i'll take plus seven and we're going to close things out with the Monday Nighter for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, at the Indianapolis Colts. Two and a half, the Colts' favorite at home. 39 and a half is the total. I would think this is a must win here for the Colts, man. I mean, I'm sure both teams are looking at it, looking at it that way. But the Colts with a tough loss against Philly, you know, I think the kicker missed an uh, extra point, something like that might have happened last week too. But Indianapolis is clearly the best defensive. They have the best unit here, and it's their defense. They're fourth in total yards. They're sixth against the pass, and that's got them to two and nine on the under this year. So if you're looking at the total, I would I, I would be aware. I, I would look at it because the Steelers' defense is much better now with T.J. Watt. 
you know, Najee Harris is heating up, so they'll be able to run the ball a little bit maybe here against the Colts. But and keep that that you know the clock moving and stuff like that. So maybe look at the under. But I like the Colts. That's my favorite bet here. The Colts have been playing better under Saturday, bro. And you know this is an opportunity here for them to get a little bit of a better record here. They need they need the record. They need this win. Yeah, man. Uh, both offenses ha- have been playing better in recent weeks. Najee Harris has been doing his thing. Um, Jonathan Taylor as well on the on the, on the other side. And uh, George Pickens, man, what a, another receiver uh, coming out of uh, Pittsburgh, right, Ro? Yeah, another one. He's, he's pretty he's, good. He's been uh, doing his thing too. Pickens props. Pickens props. I would, I would definitely <laughs> uh, look at that, Ro. Um, or not. He's that good. They got him at forty-one and a half yards, which seems pretty low to me. It is. But it is against uh, Indianapolis defense. So, but um, where's Najee at? Because he's he's had two really solid weeks. He's heated up here. He's destroyed his prop, which has been around forty-five lately. I'm sure it's pushed up. To probably in the mid fifties, but I'm looking at Najee Harris to have a decent game here and keep Pittsburgh fairly close. But Indiana, Indianapolis runs runs away with it at the end. I think. Let me get to that Najee Harris run pop. But yeah, I'm gonna side with you, Ro, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, the Colts here. I'm I like you. I'm a fan of uh, Saturday. Of right? Saturday, yeah, I like what he's been doing with the team. That was a, a real inspired effort last week against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. It was tough that they didn't get the. The win right there, but um, I'm gonna side with the Colts here and hope uh and hope they can get it done. Four six and one, the season's not over for them, bro. No, it's not. It's not. They need this win, you know. And they're at home. They're in a good spot here. So I can't find that Najee Harris prop. They do got him at plus yeah. one ten for any time touchdown. Okay. So maybe that might interest you. I think he had two last week, and uh, yeah, I might look at that for sure. I do like uh do like the Colts here. Me too, brother. So. That's uh, the rundown there by your boys here at Bet the Universe. You already know, bettheuniverse.powerbean.com, the original home, iTunes, Spotify, the other platforms where you can find the show. Of course, the IG page where we do put out free picks. Haven't done that in a while, bro, yeah, so we need to get on that right there. there. Let's put something out there. And, uh, of course, the, the panel pick app where you can track both me and Ro. And Ro, where you at right now? I know you top three um, still, right? I'm up there. like I'm a fourth right now, actually, I think. <clears throat> the, I've been, I'm over 100 units, though, which is a nice place to be. So, yeah, I'm trying to climb up. I've been a little bit hot. I've been hot lately, so I'm looking to continue to climb up. Michigan plus 10, I have. Plus 10, I have? Yes, I have Michigan plus 10. Holy shit. No, no, no I have Michigan plus 10. What's I have the score? Start. Oh, I have sorry, 12, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a little early over here. <laughs> Let's get to the picks, bro. Uh, yeah. We updated before the show. You sitting at 14 and 10. I'm 16 and 8. We're right. both having great, fantastic seasons. Let's improve, man. Yeah, what do you do got that. for us this week? Yeah, so this week, D, first game that I'm really looking at is going to be the Chargers, man. I think the Chargers are the way better team in this matchup here. I think the Cardinals have been awful. They're 34, 31st in giving up points. The Chargers kind of need this win. You got Keenan Allen back here. You got Everett, their tight end, back here for for the Chargers. And like D said, they have been Herbert has been looking more like himself. This is an opportunity here against a bad Cardinals team that's all over the place this entire season. Give me the Chargers here. Minus two and a half. I'm looking at right now the mm. Chargers minus two and a half. Um, as we continue on, you know, I got to take the Seahawks, D. I got them at three and a half here. I'm buying the half point. I'm making it uh, minus three, minus 120. Uh, it's going to be raining. Las Vegas has been awful on the road. They're one and five. Jacobs is questionable here. They're missing Renfro. They're missing Waller. Their defense doesn't get any turnovers. Seattle's offense top notch, fifth in points. Uh, they're coming off a bye here. Everything's pointing to Seattle. 
Seattle minus three. Mm. And the last one, my brother, you know, I'm going back and forth, of course, because it's the last one. And, and, and I'm thinking about taking a total here. That total's that total's gonna be over 40, 48 in that Chargers Cardinals game. Same game that I got the Chargers in. I'm looking at the over guys. I don't really like to do that, but I just I like this number here. I feel both teams give it up a little something. You know, Chargers do give it up as well, and the Cardinals will be able to score points. They have a lot of weapons. Kyler is coming back. You know, I feel like they put up their fair share of points. Not enough to cover the three. Obviously, I like the Chargers to cover the three, but I like the over as well, over 48. Nice. All right. I'm going to go with Seattle as well, Ro. I agree with you there. I'm going to get, get – what you got it at, three? Three and two and a half? It's three and a half, but I bought it down to three. All right, so, so I'm going to roll with Roski there at minus three. You know, Vegas had their woes all year. Seattle coming off a bye week. I'll, I'll take my shot right there. I'm going to take a shot with Baltimore here, Ro. Uh, mm. You know, they should play a better on offense. They were pretty bad last week. And I like the way their defense is playing. I think, uh, you know, with, with, with Queen and, and Roquan, I think they, you know, caused some fits for uh, Jacksonville. And then they – I also buy a half point there to make it three. Now, for this last one right here, it's tough, but I'm going to have to go with Miami minus 14. Mm. I think Houston's going to mail it in. I think they don't have any interest in, in covering the plethora of weapons that Miami has on offense. I think Miami's defense should be able to play better in this one right here and, and you know, mm -hmm. and get some things right. Probably be a get right, you know, yeah. game for Miami's defense here. So I'll, mm -hmm. I'll take a shot on a big spread and it won't be the Chiefs. It'll be Miami minus nice. 14 against Houston. There so, there you go. I'll, I'll go uh, Baltimore minus three, Seattle minus three, and we'll go uh, take a shot at Miami minus 14 at like home. It. Like it. Like it, brother. And one team I was considering, I'll just say Tampa Bay minus three. I was thinking about it. You know, I really was. And I was considering Washington as well. I do like Washington this week, D. Maybe in a money line. I like them to win that game, though, for sure. Washington mm -hmm. at home against the Falcons. Yeah. I was considering a, a tease there with uh, – 49ers bringing that down six mm, points like and that. then, then uh, you know pairing that up with something else but uh, I think I'll take a, my shot with Miami I think uh, it's a, a mismatch of big proportions there so the line's 14 for a reason yeah looking yeah. forward to that Bengals Titans too that should be a goodie that's that was a tough call right there uh, you know I, I wanted to take Tennessee in that spot mm -hmm. kind of still want to take Tennessee but uh, yeah I'll just let that one play it, and we'll see. We'll see how that how that falls. Also, exactly. the Colts, the Colts game too. Yeah, you're right. The Colts might be a pick on Monday night for sure. Too, that man. might be that might be a pick on Monday night. I like the Colts. So like everything's Colts. in, guys. Uh, you know, they're the best bets. Yeah. And Props. as always, man, good luck for the weekend. You know, take it easy. There's a ton of things to bet out there when you when you throw in a Winter World Cup now, unprecedented, really, man. A Winter yeah. World Cup with NFL, so with you know, college basketball, basketball and football. big college college football coming to the ending of their season now. Mm -hmm. A lot of you know things to play for, a lot of meaningful matchups. So, you know, just a lot out there to to gambling on, and I haven't even got to the fights. So yeah, yeah you're right, bro. Um, or hockey. Or hockey. <laughs> so, bet the Be universe easy. here. You're doing what we do. You know what we do best. We, we love the shit out the NFL. So, when the NFL is on, it takes center stage here at the show. We'll get to everything else once NFL is over. Exactly. You know, get into the basketball and the hockey and, and give you some uh, some content on those sports as well. So, anyway, bet the universe. Good luck this weekend, guys. Roski, anything you left for the... No, man. Good luck and be easy, man. Be careful with all the sports, obviously. Just try to focus in on your best sports. All right. See you next week. I'll hear you hear from us next week.